is if you market water as water, people will assume it's free and not necessarily want to invest. They'll assume you're doing good service. But if you market it as energy savings, as healthcare, you know, risk management, people will pay what they'll pay in those sectors. And uh, that's what we've found it essential to do, equate the water efficiency available through technologies to the actual business values that people will invest in. Welcome to What Are We Talking About? A podcast produced by Water Online. Hosts Jim Laurier of Maisie Injector Company and Adam Tank of Transcend Water, a dynamic boomer millennial combo, will help you demystify how to build a better brand for your business, keep current and prospective customers engaged with your company, and ultimately grow your sales. They interview some of the most interesting and unique water professionals who have used the art of storytelling to move the needle for themselves and for their organizations. So today's guest is Mary Conley Eggert. Mary is the founder of Global Water Works, a nonprofit that's building community within the water industry. And Mary, I got to know you through LinkedIn and we just met um, at ACE and it was nice to chat about uh, our connection and uh, we're really happy to have you as a guest. Yeah, well, I'm thrilled to be here with two of the luminaries in the marketing world of water. So thanks. Honored. That's a that's a that's a big, big compliment, Mary. Thank you for that. Um, in many ways, I would consider you to be in that esteemed group, if you will. We've known each other for, gosh, it's probably five, six years now, at least. And mm-hmm. you've always been a huge proponent of people in water that are telling water's story in unique ways. And so if you don't mind, I'd like to start there with the first question, which is, how did you become such a big advocate for telling water's story? And how did you sort of stumble into the industry? Wow. Well, um, I'll try to make that long story short, Adam, but it's, it's such a huge opportunity we have because the stories weren't being told when I entered the industry. And I um, happened to join a friend uh, delivering supposedly water and jobs in Pakistan. And I set out to find out what is our technology about? And they said, oh, don't worry about it. 30 year old technology, you know, everyone uses it. And I thought, oh my goodness, 30 year old technology, that doesn't work for me. There's so many energy innovations. So I thought, where can you find out about technology? And it was not easy to find a place, but amazingly right in my backyard, WefTech was happening. So I went there and I learned and shared with my colleagues, I come out of the tech sector and said like, wow, they need help sharing the story that technology can help water work. You know, we have all these intelligent solutions. So 20 years ago, we didn't have robotics. We didn't have, um, you know, AI or, um, you know, all of the SCADA systems connected. And today that can happen in a day with utilities. It's so exciting. So we said, we need to help the water sector see that the opportunity is here today to be smart about our water, to connect people and make them help them be efficient and informed and, uh, and to bring them together to collaborate on these solutions. Because uh, someone told me, don't start another water organization. There are already 35,000 of them. And I thought, well, that's part of the challenge. So, uh, so that's where we are today saying, let's 
say global water works because it's so. We see that with Israel, we see that with India, we see it in California. And if people see the stories and they can meet the technology leaders who are making it so, like yourselves, uh, it gives them confidence that they can do it too. And yeah. long story, but, uh, but that's how we got to where we are today with a mighty network of networks that everyone is welcome to join at globalwaterworks.org. Right. And, and Mary, one of the things, and it's the reason why Adam and I started the podcast, and we talked previously, that the water industry is great at uh, promoting their technologies, but they're not so great about telling their marketing stories and, you know, telling the story of water and why it's important, not only to, within the industry, but within the, the general public. And can you tell us a little bit about that and, and how you see it? Yeah, well, it's been a struggle for us as well, because uh, people assume water is free. And so if you make water more available, it's just more free. You know, it doesn't help increase the value. So what we learned, we were fortunate to work uh, and uh, I met you at one of these workshops, Adam, you know, Accelerate H2O, the idea of, um, you know, bringing people together to see the value of investing in water because you can make your business run more efficiently, faster, be more productive if you can better steward water. So um, John Robinson taught me this initially a very interesting concept that I think we should all grab hold of is if you market water as water, people will assume it's free and not necessarily want to invest. They'll assume you're doing good service. But if you market it as energy savings, as healthcare, you know, risk management, people will pay what they'll pay in those sectors. And uh, that's what we found it essential to do, equate the water efficiency available through technologies to the actual business values that people will invest in. That's a really good point. And it's an interesting one, given a, a recent interview we had, Mary. So we had a water sommelier. Oh, yeah. One of our recent recordings. And her, what she was saying was that water doesn't have an emotional value for people. And that's why it's so undervalued, because no one associates exactly what you're saying. Hospitals or, you know, uh, transportation, education, et cetera. They don't associate that with, with water. So I'm curious. I know that Global Water Works isn't just a U.S based organization or just solely works with the US. You also work with international organizations. So can you talk about how you are telling their stories and those water stories all over the world as part of this community? Yeah, well, and Adam, I, I wanna humbly acknowledge actually they're creating the stories. All we're doing is connecting those stories with our community, you know, so, um, so we are, um, uh, two to five people who are part-time and we really do want uh we need leaders like uh the world of water action forum which you got to be in front of and they love your story but they uh they were focused on making change happen across india and we got connected with them because um the Chicago Metropolitan Water Reclamation District decided it needed to help India with uh, better waste treatment and water treatment. And so they lent their expertise and created a conference, which we were invited to attend. And that's how we got hooked up with India, where, uh, where you're right, they have great stories. And the stories are much more compelling and much more broadly uh, broadcast if there's an urgent need, as there is in India. So, um, so they set up a platform, uh, 
the green infrastructure leader there, Hari Harinchandra, is uh, connecting uh, the five major cities, about 30 million people across those cities for a World of Water Action Forum, which means every week, every two weeks, they meet on technology to showcase or learn about something like Transcend H2O. And they then um, discuss it, provide feedback, talk about how it can get into the market. But then they also go out and work with those in need, the buildings, facility managers, residents and the same things are happening with more of a top-down uh, countrywide initiative in Israel where we were first involved and in the Netherlands where they're handling different water issues too much water and so we uh, do find that we learn an awful lot and it's very transferable across the different markets so um, I hope that answers your question. Yeah so Mary you, you're putting together through Global Waterworks uh, sponsored webinars can you tell us uh, how you're structuring them so they're different than, I mean, there's so many webinars on the internet, right? You see, you get uh, notifications of them every single day. You could, you could spend your whole time just going and, and joining online webinars. Can you tell us how you structured it to do a better job of telling a water story? Yeah, I... I would like to say we do a better job. I, I think I think it's really about uh, making sure it's objective, but I, I think there are many, many good webinars. And uh, truth be told, Jim and Adam, I, I am not sure people want more webinars because <laughs> I think there, there are plenty. And actually I realized as we were putting together our webinar series on water quality, which I think you guys may have seen, um, uh, that there are just tremendous efforts across AWWA, across the whole industry, and many of the technology providers know best what will improve water quality, as you shared, uh, Jim, in our recent post on the harmful algae blooms and how to address nutrients and uh, treatment of water. So, um, so my answer to your question, what we do find is that if people know that there are objective experts, they're the leader in the industry with the most knowledge and they always want case studies, you know, show me an example of how this is done. And then we always make sure we leave at least 15 minutes for Q&A and we try to pulse audience members beforehand and put in some of those questions, whether or not they ask them. And we partner with uh, the leading publishers. So Endeavor and Scranton Gillette just came together and formed an amazing partnership to serve uh, the water uh, business sector, industrial as well as utilities. So we don't have that reach for the utilities like they do. Um, and so having their ability to promote and amazing platforms with Global Meet, they are very reputable and polished and do a dress rehearsal. So find people who have already done it well, bring them together to share their knowledge together. And then um, you have a great uh, a proven success, which is what we also do with our tech, tech showcase, which I'll save. You're listening to the Water We Talking About podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. This podcast is produced by Water Online the leading web-based community for water and wastewater professionals, showcasing the knowledge and authority of industry thought leaders. Water Online provides actionable content from vendors you can trust. And now, back to today's podcast. Maybe don't save it too long because that's where I was hoping we'd go next, which is on the the, 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 we'll call it the innovation or the sort of emerging technology component of the water sector. So Mary, I know that 
certainly over the course of my career in water, and I know for other organizations that are sort of emerging water tech, you've been a big proponent of helping them share their story. So can you talk about some of the, the, the ways that you see these emerging or innovative technologies telling their stories in a way that's compelling and that really sets them apart from sort of the standard swath of people you might find in the industry? Yeah, and I think there's actually almost a better coach on that, the Catalyst Group that you've been in front of. Actually, Adam, you and Jim are the best coaches for that, for how technology players tell their stories. We just happen to uh, have the benefit of Graham Simmons and some folks who have sort of done due diligence on many different technology companies. So we had a database ready to go. And I said, this is crazy. Like, why don't other people have databases? Why can't we find a place to sort of do initial due diligence on these companies? And so we agreed to put together what's called a water tech showcase. And I like to say it has the innovative, we're thinking of adding an innovator section, but we believe that what people need and our mission is to solve the global water crisis in this generation, which means that you need proven solutions. So we can't actually have someone in there unless they have a case study, unless they have, you know, uh, uh, proven clients and, you know, a track record. So that's our due diligence with uh, many of them are smart water, um, digitally savvy technologies that can be implemented within weeks of a purchase order, you know, so, um, so we're excited about the fast movement that that tech showcase is able to achieve with the right clients who have needs coming in. So Mary, you have a pretty good lens on what's going on in the water industry. Could you give us the, and the audience uh, some ideas on where the trends are, what the priorities are from, from your perspective, what you're hearing from your audience and, and you know, an idea of where, where we need to really focus? Yeah, yeah, uh, excellent question, Jim. I was just thinking myself, like, where do we go? Who do we follow? Because there's so much to do all around the world, water to wastewater, the whole one water system. I think um, Black and Beach also just came out with their 2022 water report. It's a nice survey of 300 utilities we posted into the community. And um, infrastructure, key focus, you know, prioritizing everything. That was also uh, posted at Xylem. If you walk by their ACE booth, they had everyone vote, what's the biggest challenge? If it's infrastructure, workforce, um, water quality and the regulations around that. And then um, also just getting smart digitization. So I would say those are all areas where the utilities should focus. Where Global Water Works is focusing to support those is slightly different in that we believe people aren't getting the communication. So we believe it's all about connection, transparency to the solutions, and uh, the chance to collaborate and get to know or see and read case studies. And that's why we um, set up uh, the community so that people could have a shortcut to search and find things to zero in on what research is there or what technology solutions or who are the experts. Mary, for the benefit of those listening in who may not know exactly what Global Waterworks is in terms of the community part. Can you explain how someone might engage and what that looks like and how they can tell their story through your platform? Yeah, love to. And actually all of us are required to make water work, you know, and so Global Waterworks only works when we're all involved. And that's our end goal is that 
everyone has a role and uh, you can go in your email and uh, simply set up your own login and then you can create a profile. But we created a journey to be a global waterworks ambassador, which takes just 15 minutes for you to see the tour on the platform to understand how to set up your profile and for you to join some groups and you actually get a little medallion, a bronze medallion next to your name if you invite two people who join then after. And um, so, um, yeah, encourage everyone to do it. That little journey will walk you through steps if you also wanna support us, if you wanna create a personal group. And uh, that there's one last feature that a client introduced us to or a member of our organization, which I think is going to be our future business model that you, were, you and I were discussing, Adam. So one of the things I really like, Mary, is that the way you talked about partnerships, right? So it's not about just Global Waterworks doing their work. You're finding other places to, to join in, platforms to use, Endeavor, Scranton Gillette, like you said, their, their initiative together. Can you tell us some more uh, platform partners that you're also working with? Well, I'm so glad you asked that because it would be I would be remiss uh, to not mention Water Online, who actually helped us with... Um, and, and Swan, who helped us do the smart water tours at WEFTEC, and um, also H2O Global News is a wonderful platform. Um, um, uh, Travis Loop, Water Loop, is always on our platform, and we have uh, another uh, podcaster by the name of Matt who does uh, business modeling, the future of water, and we really want to have you guys featured all the time, and I can do that. I guess I, I do it pretty regularly, but I just uh, know people really value your unique perspectives. And um, so I think that would be um, the other partners. And the Water Tower in Gwinnett County, we're doing an awful lot with them. They provide physical demonstration and we're our goal is to franchise that or make it digital everywhere because they're doing such a great job of showing how the future utility can work. We're gonna have a lot of former uh, podcast guests to tag when we post this one, Mary, because <laughs> we're hearing they like uh, we had Melissa on from the Water Tower and a bunch of other folks. So it's I always tell people it's such a small world. Yeah, right. Christina from it Iowa. is. Yep, yeah, yep, that exactly. you were involved with at Ace, and uh, that's right. Yeah, so it's really good. It's a, it's amazing. Yeah. So so Mary, we are coming up on time. It's it's flown by. So we have one final question for you which is our infamous airplane banner question. So Jim and I have commandeered a small plane. We, uh, we're still on a pretty tight budget here at <laughs> what are we talking about? And we're flying it to Chicago, picking you up and you get a banner on the back of it to have a sentence worth of words to fly in front of the home of every water professional in the world. What do you want your banner to say? Global Waterworks exclamation mark. <laughs> yeah. All right, very good. And we're not sure we're going to use that as Global Waterworks. We might just use it Global Water Works. Yeah, exactly. And you could put .org. Check us out. <laughs> long, but um, but yeah, come join us. And one last thing, we have little community groups because multi-stakeholders are needed for every water project. So if someone has a water project they can't get off the ground, come see us for, uh, we'll give you an infrastructure to engage your community. Thanks a bunch, Mary. This is great. great. Oh, great. Yeah, great to be with you both. And um, we'll keep this going online. Mm -hmm.